Hi friends, I'm Courtney. I'm a performer, speaker, and a writer. I'm a mama to three crazy boys and a super sweet dog. I decided 12 years ago that I needed to create a business that worked for me instead of me working for it. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur who may be considered a serial entrepreneur by some, but then I realized that all of my businesses focused on connection, community, and creating an incredible experience. I cannot wait to share with you how to make small but mighty changes in your life to affect your overall well-being and create a life and business you want to get up in the morning for. That's right, my friends. I am the Renaissance Mama. Hello, Renaissance Mama. It is Courtney, the Renaissance Mama, and I am so excited for today. I have a special guest. It's Arden. Woo! (laughs) Arden, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Amazing. All right, so I'm just going to hop right into it. So in case my listeners don't know who you are and what you're all about, Arden, what are you known for? Well, most people know me for my Norwex business, but I am also a stay-at-home mom and wife. I've got two little girls. Everly is five and Aspen is four, so I am very busy. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And what's funny about you is you're the opposite to me. You're like, girl, mom, that's your jam, whereas I'm like, boy, mom. So as much as like I don't understand you and I'm like, oof, I'm glad I'm not doing that, (laughs) I'm also like, oh, girl, mom. Oh, it must be so fun. Yeah, that's what everybody thinks, but my girls are super busy. Um, But yeah, I would not know what to do with a boy at this point. Right? I know. I think that's what we all say. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so when did you decide you wanted to be an entrepreneur? So I didn't really decide. Um, My sister is also an entrepreneur, and she did some digging because she's been asked that question before, too. Yeah. And it turns out that we are like seventh or eighth generation entrepreneurs in our families. Um, And so my mom and dad are a doctor and lawyer, but they have their own practices, Mm, right? Yes. And so they were entrepreneurs. My grandfather was a baker. He had his own business and so on and so forth, right? And so I didn't start out as an entrepreneur, um, but when I had my kids so close together, I had to find something to do from home. Yes. Um, they're only 12 months apart. Oh, you're, we had that call with chat with Nikki and she is hers yeah. are like 16 or 18 months. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't know how you do it. But 12 months, yeah, 12 wow. months apart. So I did not go back to work in between. Yeah. I did not qualify for maternity leave for yeah. my second. And so, um, I wanted to do something from home and I love the whole party business, like, um, method. And so I love hosting parties. And so I was looking specifically for a direct sales business in the party industry. So um, I looked at a couple different things and then I decided to go with Norwex and it's been a great fit for me and my family. I love that. Love that so much. So that kind of goes right into our next question is like, what is your story with Norwex? So you kind of discovered it. (laughs) What was it about their company that was like, yes, that one's for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was not my original choice. I don't like cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know who does, but maybe, maybe my mother-in-law. She's I love, probably listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my gosh. Well, that's what's great about Norwex is it makes cleaning easier and faster. So that's what kind of eventually drew me to it. But the business opportunity with Norwex was just so easy, so nice. simple that I figured with a brand new baby, this would be something that I could do. And I was looking at some other options too, because I love to cook. And so some of those other companies that focus on cooking and food were definitely on my radar. Um, but when I hosted another Norwex party, so I had discovered Norwex like five years prior to starting my business and I had been using the products for five years. Nice, so I yeah. was already using them, talking about them. And so I hosted another party when we moved into the house that we're in now, um, because we have a lot of hardwood floors. Mm. I needed the mop. And so I hosted again. And at that party, my friends were like, why don't you just do Norwex? And I'm like, huh, I never thought about that. <laughs> and, I, and they're like, you're already talking about it. You already love it. So I ended up deciding to go with Norwex. And it's been amazing. It's more than I ever thought it would have been. I love this. So I need to hear a little bit more. You, This is how you hopped into Norwex. But like, where have you gone since then? How's it going? It's going. It's been up and down for sure. The last two years has been a thing to, you know, adjust to and get yeah. used to. But it started out really great. I had a new baby, um, so I did a lot online and from home at the beginning, which is great that you can do that with an online business yeah. and with a direct sales business. Um, and then I was excited to start getting into people's homes and doing parties. So about three months into my business, I did my first in-home party. It was super scary. <laughs> I was so nervous. Uh, public speaking is one of my biggest fears. No! Yes. Which is like, I love it so much. I think that was my problem. I, I would go into direct sales just to do the presentation. And then I'm like, whatever, you buy it or not. I don't care about it. But the presentation is now done. No, no, I'm the opposite. Um, <laughs> I love sales um, and definitely in a one-on-one -on -one setting, but when you have to put me up in front of people mm -hmm. to talk about something, I get so nervous, like blackout nervous. Ah. Um, but I pushed myself out of my comfort zone and I continue to try to do that. This that is my first it. podcast. So I once again, it. trying yeah. something trying something new, right? Um, and just learning and growing from that. But yeah, so I went to my first party. It was a huge hit. I loved it. I did more and more parties, um, but I was really only interested in the sales aspect of it. And in fact, I told my leader that I had zero interest in recruiting whatsoever. Yeah. I did not want to build a team. I did not want to be a leader. Uh, no, thanks. I'm good. <laughs> Which I find that happens a lot in network marketing. Like even like when you are at an event, mm -hmm. that's like the first thing people want to tell you is like, yeah. yes, I like your product. I want to buy it. But listen, I don't want any of that business, right? Like it's yeah. funny at how quickly. Yeah. And with Norwex, you actually don't have to do recruiting whatsoever. Oh, so you nice. can just do sales. There's yeah. absolutely no problem with that. We have a great compensation plan. Um, but I mean, in the long term, <laughs> if you want this to be a really yeah. great income for you and your family, there is a lot of residual income there from building a team and there's so much more that comes with it. So I went to my first national conference um, about eight months into my business and I totally was like lit on fire by the excitement yes. and seeing all the people and what they had accomplished and those amazing women and other moms who had done so much with their business. And I was like, I want that to be me. And that kind of like lit that dream for me, um, in my heart. And so I started thinking about recruiting. I started practicing talking and just sharing the opportunity with people. I don't like calling it recruiting because really all I'm doing is sharing. And if somebody, um, like sees that and it resonates with them, then I want to be able to be there for them and share it with them because really this business has been a gift to me and my life. And I want other people, I don't want to steal that opportunity from right? them if they want it, yeah. right? So I started becoming more comfortable with it. 
And things like took off from there like crazy. So I had my first promotion a couple months later, another promotion six months later, another promotion (laughs) like eight months later. And I really had my sights set on senior leadership, um, which is when we get our first jacket. And that is the red jacket, the one that I went for. And so I, my team and I achieved that back in November of 2020. Oh my yeah, God, how can so. you achieve anything in 2020? That alone speaks volumes. It, it was the beginning of the pandemic. Right? And people didn't oh. know what was going to happen yet. And oh. so people were online, people were excited, yes. people were bored at home, mm-hmm. wanting to buy stuff. So, like, Norwex blew up because who didn't need to clean of in 2020? Course. Yeah, that's when we all realized our houses are really dirty. <laughs> well, mine was. Exactly. So, we kind of rode the wave of that, and the promotion went great, and the team has been doing absolutely amazing. Um, and then the last two years have been kind of tricky, right? Yeah. It's been up and down. There's definitely been some lower spots. Um, as my kids got older, uh, I needed to spend more time with them. And yes. so I intentionally scaled back on my business a little bit, which yeah. was a really hard choice Yeah, because I had built it up so much and I was terrified of mm. losing it if I didn't keep my pedal to the metal. Yeah. But what I learned was that you can pull back a little bit. The beauty of this business is that you can do it as much or as little as you want and it will always be there for you. You just kind of have to keep plugging in. I love that. Well, because you've you've created those foundations, right? And you have that structure and you have those things in place. I think that's exactly that's so key. Awesome. I just love hearing all about this. So now I have a little bit of a different question for you. How do you think you can stand out when sharing your business, especially when you are sharing something that other people may be selling or sharing? For sure. So I think each of us is unique in our own ways. And so we can bring that to our business. Everybody does their business in a different way. And you bringing your personality is the best way to share a product, how you like it, what you're using it for, all of that kind of stuff. And just letting your personality be you and just shine through. That's the best way to share a product. I love that so much. (laughs) Yep. That is amazing. All right. This one's another little bit of a tricky one. How do you manage being a busy entrepreneur and a busy mama uh people say work-life balance a lot um (laughs) (laughs) exactly uh it's really not a balance um and it's always shifting you're just trying to figure out where you can spend your time each day and it's always changing um and you kind of have to go with the flow and be okay with that we were chatting before and I kind of mentioned um I intentionally scaled back on my business in the last two years because my kids were getting older, they needed more of my attention. When they were napping, when they were babies, yes. I got my work done. Right. Now they don't nap. Yeah. And they're busy toddlers running around. My oldest is in school part-time, so I still have her home two days a week. Wow. And my youngest doesn't start until next September. So um, I really did, especially during the pandemic, when they were both home full-time. My husband yes. was out of the house working. Yeah. And I was at home looking after two kids and the house. I really did have to scale back on my business. Um, and so I made that choice. It was a hard choice because I had built it up so much. I was terrified of losing what I had already built. Yes. But I knew that what I needed was to be here with my kids and take care of them. And by allowing myself to take some of my business items off my plate, mm-hmm. it actually gave me so much relief. I was able to be more present with my kids and not try to do everything halfway. Yes you know, focus on one thing and excel at it. And so I definitely did spend more time with my kids and my business did slow down a little bit. Yeah. That's okay. 
because there's always more business out there. Yeah. And now that things are opening up and my kids are starting school, I'm able to get back out there and start doing the things that I love to do again. And so we're going to keep going up from here. You got a plan. It's working. <laughs> yep. All right. So I want you to share with our listeners some of your best tips and tricks or tools that you think every entrepreneur needs to know about. For sure. So I can't speak for all entrepreneurs just because my experience has been mostly in the direct sales field. For sure. Um, but in terms of direct sales, I just think it's really important to set yourself up for success. Be realistic with your goals. Obviously, you want to dream big and have like bigger long-term goals. They say that we... Um, underestimate what we can do in 10 years and overestimate what we can do in a year, right? Mm, so definitely that's a good one. Oh, I like that one. So definitely have those big dreams, the long-term goals and stuff yes. like that, but you have to break it down into manageable chunks so that you're not always looking at the big picture and getting overwhelmed and letting that fear of failure stop you from even trying. Right. And so breaking it down into manageable chunks, things that you can do on a daily basis, we say to touch your business once a day. And it's because consistency is the key. So even if you can only do one little thing, that's all you have time for. You only have five minutes a day. Yeah. Do that one thing every day at least once a day, be consistent. And if you miss a day, that's okay. That doesn't mean that you have to give up and stop. Yeah. Keep going, come back to it and start again. And things might change, right? And you want to focus on, so for me personally, I only have a little bit of time because I've got two little kids yeah. and busy, stay at home. Oh, mom. sorry. Is that a little bit busy over you? Is that? No. Okay. <laughs> Just a tad. Yeah. Um, and so I like to focus on income generating activities. Yes. So yes, I could so sit there smart. for hours creating content right. and making pretty pictures, yeah. which is not really my strength or yeah. my talent. Um, and so I outsource that. Yeah. <laughs> I let other people make pictures Fair. and I ask yeah. if I can borrow them. I focus my time on income generating activities because I did join this business to make income yeah. from home so that we weren't just going down to one income yeah. when you have two kids to now take care of, oh gosh, right? Yes. And so I did join to make a little bit of income on the side and it ended up becoming my full-time income. Awesome. So you got to focus on the little activities, the income generating activities that you can do on a daily basis so that you can be consistent because results take time. It's not just from one thing. It's not just from one week of really pushing hard in yes. your business. It's little things adding up over a long period of time and then you will see the growth and the results happen. Yeah, I, that's a lesson I've been uh, learning myself a lot lately <laughs> is uh, working on certain projects and just the reality that some projects take a lot longer than others yep. and like putting in those hours and that, you know, every night, oh, I've got a few hours here and putting oh, I only got that little bit further, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's sometimes it is like, Ugh, I wish it was moving quicker, but the reality is it takes time. Yep. Was there ever a time that you're like, I don't know, I, this is getting too hard. I don't know, but. Yes, I've definitely had those thoughts before the doubt creeps in, but I actually decided a really long time ago in this business, like pretty close to when I first started, I just decided that I was never going to quit. I was never going to give up. And so no matter how hard it gets, I just say, well, this is the season I'm in right mm. now. I'm not, I'm not going to stop. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to look like next, but I'm not going to stop. And so I've learned to kind of ride the wave. There are ups and downs in this business for sure. And I feel like the people who stick around long-term are the ones that can be in the low spot and know that there will be a high spot yeah. again in the future. And I think, like you said, doing those like one thing a day, even when you're in the low spot, yes. is like speaks 
speaks volumes. I did an episode last week all about like things for people to think about if they're thinking about being an entrepreneur. And it Mm -hmm. wasn't like the things people normally think about. It was like some of those real things. So perseverance. Yeah, this actually (laughs) all just fits in so very nicely. Oh, perfect. This is a good one. What is your favorite part about being an entrepreneur? I would have to say being my own boss, setting my own schedule. That's the only way that I've been able to stay home with my kids full time and still run a business for myself. If I had to punch a clock somewhere and go into work, it wouldn't have been possible, right? So my favorite thing for sure is being my own boss, setting my own schedule, and allowing that to change as life changes. If I've got something that I want to do on Friday, I just won't do all the things that I was going to do for work that day. If I have an event to go to, I don't have to book time off work. I can rearrange my schedule, do a little bit more the day before or a little bit more the day after, and I don't have to worry about missing out on anything. Amazing. All right. Who inspires you right now? Because it changes. I know it changes. Mine does all the time. It's almost always been the same person my whole life. Hopefully she listens to this. It is my beautiful sister. Ah, I was was actually going to guess that that is who it was going to be. Yeah. Even when we were kids, she's seven years older than me. Oh my goodness. So I was the annoying little sister when we were younger. We didn't (laughs) hang out a lot until I was older, until I was like 15 and over and And since then, we've become the best of friends, but she is also an entrepreneur. She has her own direct sales business. She has multiple businesses. Amazing. Yes. Maybe she needs to come on here as well, then. I think she does. Maybe you can have her for your next episode. There you go. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So her name is Lavender Morantz, and she is absolutely gorgeous and beautiful and so smart and inspiring. I always look up to her for so many things, fashion advice, business advice. Yeah. She also has two girls. She is a single mom and she runs oh multiple successful businesses that sounds super super duper impressive I can't even imagine do yeah. you go to her a lot of times for business advice we like do we talk about business about ideas yeah we talk about business all the time um, because we're both running our own direct yeah. sales businesses and just we literally talk every day usually three or four times oh, a day which is so important <laughs> though you need that and that's yeah. like that was one of my notes last week and like if you're being an entrepreneur is like it can get lonely yeah right so have Having those people and those like systems mm-hmm. in place and people to connect with and be like, because I'm excited. I've never had an office job. Like I don't know what like an office culture job looks like. I've never had it. So like finding ways to kind of create it yourself. And Absolutely. Be like, hey, I'm having the issue with this, or I'm like, I'm trying to work through this, or even just like. Ugh. I need to tell you about this, right? Yeah. Like, it's just finding for those sure. people. And that's what we do for each other. We talk through stuff. We give each other ideas. And then we're, you know, our biggest cheerleaders and encourage each other when we achieve things. I love that. Yeah. So you are telling me you're a big reader. What is your must-read book right now? <laughs> so I actually love fictional books. I know I should be reading business books and all that, but um, I love to read fictional books. The book I'm reading right now is called After the Flood. It is super cool. If you've ever seen the movie Waterworld from like the 80s or 90s. So it's like a dystopian society. The whole world has flooded and they're just trying to survive. So literally it's a real page turner. I can't put it down. I love those. Yeah. But in keeping with the interview and being an entrepreneur, I do have a couple of favorites when it comes to that. Um, I love Rachel Hollis. Yeah. Girl, Wash Your Face was super great. Yeah. Just awesome to read in general. But I found Girl Stop Apologizing Mm. 
really, really good for anyone in business and especially female entrepreneurs. I love that. I actually listened to her podcast the other day and there's like something that she spoke, said that is like stuck in my head. So it's been like my mantra for the last few days and it was all about this concept of like what your next what's going to happen in three months. And it kind of works with you and I talking about those goals and like, yeah, it's great to have these big goals, you know, in a year, but no wonder we're not getting there. So like, what if you just like three months, but Mm -hmm. like so much can change in three months. So what that could possibly look like. So it's like, literally I've heard her little voice in my head being like three months, three months, (laughs) three months. And that's like all I can think about. For sure. Yeah. And it's a great book for anyone interested in business. Love it. All right, so before we end today, um, because I just think you are so impressive and everything you've done, and I'm like, I just feel like you're such a great story of like... Thank you. Deciding to do this thing, and like we joked at the beginning, like the word side hustle, and you're like, no, this is my real hustle. Like, I love that. So if there's any... Any mamas or parents or anybody kind of sitting on the fence about starting their own business? Is there anything you want to share with them? I would just encourage them to go for it and give it a try. If they're interested, if that's something that is on their heart, there is no reason why they can't do it. And the great thing about, you know, um, direct sales and in Norwex specifically, because I can speak from experience, you can do this business small time, part time, big time, full time, right? You pick, you decide. And there's a lot of businesses that you can start with little to no risk and little to no initial investment. Um, for Norwex, it's very easy to join. Right. And so, I would encourage them to just give it a try because you never know what could happen. I love it. Wow. Arden, thank you so much for taking the time today. I really, really appreciate it. Um, everyone, if you want to check me out, I'm at therenaissancemama.com. And I even have a little guest here, Arden's daughter. She might want to say hi now. You want to say hi? Hi. Yes, she said hi. <laughs> Amazing friends. Well, thank you so much for joining us today for this episode. And I hope to catch you later.